Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP Podcast Reviews Edition. I am one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me are two of my bestest best friends in the entire world. Immediately below me, the man in the pink headset, Trebax. How are you doing? Tired, long day, but uh, excited to be here. Same, Let's get same. Going. Below him is our other brother from another mother all the way in the West Coast. Artie, how are you doing? Hello there. <laughs> and if this is your first time in the channel, thank you very much for the view and welcome. We are Plus 63 HP. We have a stable of podcasts that includes uh, reviewing a TV show or a movie Mondays or Tuesdays. On Wednesdays, we record our very first D&D campaign as middle-aged old men. It's our very, very first tabletop RPG, and we are, our friends are running it. We're recording it, putting it online so that you can enjoy our adventure as well. Those videos come out every Wednesday. On Thursdays, we have a curated list of featurettes, videos, clips, trailers that we react to, see which content that is coming down the pipe uh, is the most hyped, the things that we want to see uh, most of and the things that we're probably not interested in. And on Fridays, Trebox and our other bestest best friend, RJ, cannot get enough of D&D, so they spun a second campaign where they are bad guys, and those episodes drop most Fridays as well. But for this week, we are continuing the review of Season 2 of The Legend of Vox Machina. And as per usual, what we're going to do is an initial round of quick, initial, non-spoilery reactions before we throw it out to Chubax for some synopsis and a little bit of deep dive on what we liked most about the latest batch of episodes from Legend of Box Machina. So episodes 7, 8, and 9. So with that, Arnie, um, what do you think of the latest batch of episodes of the Legend of Box Machina? Well, as we discussed earlier uh, offline, uh, just when it started to get good, I'm out of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that has been the case of some week-on-week stuff. Chubax, uh, how about you? Yeah, I'm probably the weakest batch of the three, of the first three, but I mean, it's still effortless fun and you just, you know, you just love it. The animation is superb. Like, it's all the small touches in the action where... You you see that they they took care for every action piece. Mm-hmm. It's, it there's no throwaway scene. Yeah. Like they're just lazy. It's it's so good. Um. Yeah. Echoing what you both said. Yeah. Yes, it is the weakest among the past three weeks. So the 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 three batches of three episodes. This I think is the weakest one. Um. Per recording, Arnie and I were talking about it and. Yeah, I mean, the first six was just extremely well-paced. Like, every episode had a thing uh, that led to another thing. Um, All the backstories were kind of, like, very, very cleanly laid out. And then this last batch is, you know, it's just, like, hard to sustain that momentum. So I figured being the weakest among the three batches doesn't mean that it's bad. It's still extremely Mm -hmm. amazing. It's one of those, it's so good that I wish there was one more. Like, it's like, maybe one more, maybe two more episodes, but that's the point of having a week-on-week show so you can can, uh, dangle that carrot. Uh, And yeah, I mean, we touched upon it last week. The animation is overall superb. For me, 
I really notice when they're cheap. Like, you know, you can see when it's just talking, when it's just like setting up, you know, the animation and the, 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 uh, yeah, the number of frames per second, the actual art is not as nice or it's not as high quality, but I totally love it because they, they really save, uh, those animation and those frames in the mm -hmm. action piece. So the action piece really, really stands out. Everything is colorful, well, well choreographed, and you know the action is just superb. So, again, being the weakest of the three doesn't mean it's bad. It's just like it's it has been so good, and this one is just also really good. Except that maybe, maybe this one they have we should have had four episodes. It could be a little intentional because there should be like a little breath before the the final three. So you know. So I I yeah. totally forgot that it's you know we're it's the last week. Last, next yeah. week will be the last week. So um I think uh after next week I'm going to thoroughly enjoy watching all twelve episodes in a row without breaks. So I think this is one of those things that it's it's really really good, and it's rare for me to say that on an animation show. And I think, all right, uh, yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm pleasantly surprised that they didn't rush it too much. I thought like if they were crazy, they were gonna defeat all the chroma conclave in the season, but it I, it's looking unlikely. Oh, they're, they're I gonna... see. I I um. You know, I didn't even really think so. The story has been so good that I even I didn't even think about. I'm just expecting them to get all of the ruins. What, uh, what the, diverge, uh, vestige of divergence. Vestige, vestiges, vestiges, um, vestiges in the season, and then maybe um, the next season. I see. I mean, again, that's the good thing about me, and we'll discuss it later. I don't know the story, so <laughs> I'm just in in it for the ride. And because I don't know the story, I actually have, you know, assignments. Or follow up assignments after each after each batch that I watch. So that's kind of great. But with that, um, we're gonna go to full spoiler mode. We're gonna go to the synopsis, things that we like, things we don't like, our you know, our um predictions, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Things that you know Chibox has listened to the pot the 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 critical role podcast episodes who might have a little bit more insights around there. So if you haven't seen the latest batch of episodes, like episodes seven to nine of season two, The Legend of Box Magra, pause the podcast, watch it, come back and discuss with us. All right. So fair warning and going full spoiler in three, two, one, Chibox, take it away. Okay, here we go. So we get, we start with episode seven, the Fey Realm. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Double checking. Where is that? Kind of. This episode gave me some um, trust and files, uh, memories of the Fey. <laughs> the Fey, yeah, you know, you know what they are. So. Wait, I'm just trying, uh, is there no synopsis for the, yeah, I'm kind uh, of mixing the, the first, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing the wiki. Episode, it's on 19, the Pharaoh. Uh, yeah. I like go. this one because, you know, usually we, because we, we associate Pharaoh with nice and pinks and Tinkerbell and unicorns. And, you know, no, this one was. Trippy, dr dangerous. It's an acid trip, man. 
reactive. There to, we go. Okay, uh, I found it. Uh, so uh, after last season or last episode, the group is separated and teleported uh, in separate places. So Keyleth, Vax, Percy, and Vex, um, the couples actually, right? I didn't know. I, I, I did. It that didn't click me last time, but it's the couples. They get. They find themselves in the Fey realm, while Scanlan, Pike, and Grog, uh, the other couple, with the with the third wheel of Grog. Uh, poor, poor, poor Grog. No pair. Hmm. <laughs> he. They get tra- uh, teleported to another. Pl- uh, they stay in Taldore, from what I know. So, um, Grog hurt Pike by accident because of the sword. And I like that they they didn't prolong this anymore. You know, I mean, after Pike, I was I I thought like they'd be able to, they would extend it, prolong it. But you know, Grog like you know it was Pike, so it it was very understandable that he'd react that way. So he destroys the sword, but it saps his, his strength, <laughs> literal muscles, all <laughs> muscles. So yeah, so I'm uh, just tidbits from. Uh, I think from the the campaign, I think it was his soul or something that was taken, and they had to go in and take get it back. If I if I'm not mistaken, so this was a little different way to do it. Mm. Uh, so they they did destroy Craven Edge, but he loses his strength, and they bring him to Pike and Scanlan are able to bring him to uh, uh, her great great grandpa, Pop Pop. And uh, they gave him an enema <laughs> to, to give him some strength. It, and, uh, a, suppository a suppository because it's sorry. a pill by the bud. And it was big. Super <laughs> giant. It was Scanlan that did it, right? Was it Scanlan? Oh, yeah. yeah. Scanlan yeah. volunteered. He says he was <laughs> Aver- an expert your on eyes. both sides. <laughs> and avert your eyes. <laughs> he was very happy to do so. So in the Fey realm, which is uh, as Arnie said, very trippy. Uh, it's like a hallucinogenic high. Uh, they encounter weird creatures and stuff, and it's all like most of them are drawn to Vax and the armor. And Vax is having some, I don't know, is it existential crisis? Like uh, she, he's getting pulled away from the group because he of his connection to the to the matron Fravens. And then uh, they encounter a satyr named Garmili, voiced by Billy Boyd. Pippin what from is Lord satyr? of the Rings. It's the the one like um from Percy Jackson, the one with the with the kind of like the Cheshire Cat, right? No, no, the goat goat legs, and then human body legs. with the horn. <clears throat> with with the horns, yeah. Yeah. So Billy Boyd, okay. Yeah, Billy, makes... voiced by Billy. and I was mistaken. I think uh. When I said that Cheech Martin does the uh, trinket, I think uh, Matt Mercer does the regular trinket, and then Cheech Cheech, Cheech, Cheech Marin did did the he just the did trippy. the the trippy trinket the the speaking trinket <laughs> the the trippy uh, trinket. So uh, so they um so they fight some uh like uh, a creature a liquidy creature that like jelly uh they're able to beat it but uh um trinket vex and keyleth are both trip tripped uh tripped out like 
which I, I don't know what substance that was. And they both react differently. Like, wasn't uh, Kilitha so pumped up and then the Vex was down? And then, uh, what else? Um, we see that Ripley's working with Umbrasil, the acid dragon. And that uh, Thordak also. Did, did Thordak, I forget you know who yeah. Ripley is? Or she's she, never been. She, she's the one, she was the one in season one that well, was one yeah, of the Percy ones that tortured go, right? Percy. No, yeah. she didn't, didn't, didn't let go. She escaped. Former teacher, right? No, no, no. no. Or she's, former. She was just uh, one of the torturers. Okay. The teacher so, was the one with the, with the tongue and that he blew off. This one was... Uh, she was a tor- she was one of those that tortured Percy's family and then she defied the Briarwood so they cut off her hand. So now she has like a mechanical hand. Uh-huh. Got it. But she uses guns also or like similarly class, I guess, to Percy. Hmm. So the episode ends when Garmili uh, promises to lead them to and uh through towards the bow and they cross a path uh to um an elven city so the city is like uh headed by one of uh, their their father Sing- singorn is that the name voiced by troy baker troy right? baker baby so the city uh was in iman or taldore but when they heard about the dragons they blipped out and they <laughs> they went to the fey realm so they can, so elves can do that. Cool. Yeah. I'm just so gonna episode, tra- teleport my town. I know, right? So next episode is the Echo Tree. So this is when um, the four in the Fey Realm they uh try to sneak through the the city, but are found out. So they drop the name. So they meet the father, um, Ingorn again, but they also ha- meet a new uh, half sister, and oh. then. Uh, Singorn, Sildor, Sildor, not Singorn, Sildor Vesar is the dad. Um, and as usual, he's just like a bitch. He's just a racist bitch. No love for the <laughs> for the twins. And Percy stands up for Vex, and uh, he makes up the the title of the like spot, the Lady of. This was Baroness. a big, This was a real, uh, pretty big deal during the campaign when he did it because oh. it was it was in the live audience and it was like. So well thought out, and everybody was like shocked, and it was it was awesome. So, and it it does become a real a real title. And then <clears throat> I think he also gave anyway, Grog a title. I for, I forgot what it was, but it was it was funny. Actually, let me check that out. Mister Suppository, <laughs> Duke of Suppositories, Warrior Clan. Uh... One second, my wife is here. I'm drunk. Have <laughs> fun. Always good. Always good to have a guest. There. Whoops. Uh, so I can't find. It. We'll find it next time. But so, um, that was. Okay, so it doesn't end well for Vex and the and the dad as usual. 
So they they go through and they go straight. I uh, they continue on to uh the what's the name of that place? The bog where the bog where the 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 bow is Fentras the Fentras bow, uh-huh. but uh, Vex is drawn to the Archface Son- Sondor, uh-huh. and it tries to manipulate her and tries to tempt her and stuff. But um, it it breaks because in the end he asks for her heart and then she says my heart belongs to someone else. Nice, oh. uh, nice job. So there. which one? That's <laughs> the question. So they have a fight here, and I, I this fight was was so good. Like uh, uh, Keyleth brings out the fire elemental, and I oh. love uh, if you if you don't notice it, but if you if you watch it closely, what she did, it's so good. Like. She becomes fire, and then she, cause she can open tele, she can teleport from th- trees, right? And they're fighting two trees, so she opens a teleport uh, portal on one a portal in, in the on tree. One tree, and then ex- escapes the other. It's like, oh, that was so, so badass. Such a such an anime thing to do, right? You, you usually wouldn't see that in a in a D and D fantasy style, you know that type of attack. I, I really like how they are uh, you know, putting into real life the things that I would, you know, never consider in a normal RPG or in a yeah, normal game, that, right? So this is, well. like, they're very anime. Like, there's certain anime styles, but it works. Of course, I just learned how to use fire, you know? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. let me test it out. <laughs> but it was pretty and, awesome. And use it, use it in a very unique way. And then we had uh, Vex was also pretty badass here with the with the bow and fighting Sondor. But um, so they they defeat him, they kill him. He he she uses the trick arrow to kill him, claimed Fentras, which we haven't actually seen in action yet. Oh well, unless it was how Sondor used it. He yeah, Sondor used yeah. it pretty dopely. Like he has yeah. like amazingly shot arrows. So super with, cool with different effects, right? So in the end, uh, Garmuli opens them uh, pa- a t- portal back because uh, they entertained him. So, oh. and then he transforms into somebody else. So he's not just he's not a satyr really because he was. Well, they already kind of figured that out because how he was able his power to be able to open that portal is shows that he's somebody powerful. But he's like a a powerful creature, and then uh, uh yeah, and then yeah, we meet uh Wilhand Trickfoot, the uh, great uh pop up of uh Grog and Pike, and voiced by uh Henry uh Winkler Winkler, Winkler Henry Winkler Lafonte, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into the last episode of the batch is the test of pride, pride. And uh, yeah, we see a flashback of a Grog, how Grog met the Pike, uh, a Pike and uh, Wilhand, um, how he was working with the the Pride, or was it the, the was it the herd, the herd, the herd, yeah, the herd of uh, Goliath, led by his uncle Kevdak, who has the the gauntlets, and he has a cousin also, and. Uh, he was with them, killing anybody and everything until he saw Wilhan and uh, he tried to help him, but he he was caught. So they he got his ass beat by Kevdak and banished from the tribe. 
that's when how you ended up with uh with Pike and yeah. And then uh so after that Pike's Canon and Grog try to scout out the Western where the herd is. So what happens is uh the herd is kind of working under Umbrasil. Umbrasil lets them have uh, uh, control of Western, but they have to keep uh, serving him up gold because that gold also goes to Thordak. So it's like, uh, I don't know, shit going uphill. And uh, Scanlan um, uh, re- recons, goes, go, like, uh, was that a dragonfly? Something like a dragonfly, right? It looks uh-huh. like a dragonfly, but I'm sure it's not. Yeah. So he, he transformed to something like a dragonfly, but... Uh, he keeps his beret. Uh, the raspberry other, beret. The raspberry beret. So they go. He goes in and he meets some of the people. Uh, a troop with some stragglers hiding, and he meets Kaylee. Uh, will not spoil who they are. Um, but uh, there's a good story there. But damn, I don't know what I don't want to spoil it because they might tackle it in the future. If they don't, then I'll tell you. Uh, but uh. Uh, what else? The Umbrasil and Ripley arrive in the city. So Ripley is like uh, trying to become the consigliere of Umbrasil, like uh, whispering mm-hmm. in his ears. And uh, Umbrasil has the Myth Carver uh, on him. And uh, we see that. Uh, what's the name of his cousin? Uh, beat up face cousin, too. Yeah. So, so, anyways. Um, uh, his cousin, the son of Kevdak, isn't happy with how Kevdak is doing it because basically, the herd is about um, doing what they want, taking what they want, to whomever what they want, but not servants to another dragon. So they said they want to. They should be killing dragons, hunting yeah. dragons instead of yeah. serving them. So there's kind of a rebellion there, but uh, Kevdak beats him, beats his ass again, and then uh, did he put him in prison or oh no. nothing, nothing yet. He he, he asked for a he, challenger, yeah, and he then, chucked him off a balcony. <laughs> yeah, still alive, still alive. And then we get a nice scene with a uh, uh, scan uh, because Scanlan didn't appear, uh, come back in like an hour. Grog and Pike go in try and find him. They find him. Him, he's helping the group escape, but as uh, so he leads them out. But Grog stays, and then we have a very nice uh, uh, mirror image of uh, um, the Grog Grog Pike dialogue from season one, where Pike was like, "I gotta do this on my own," but this time it's Grog saying that. Then they mm-hmm. both say, "What if I need you?" Stuff like that. It's nice, and then we get to the end where Grog challenges Kevdak, Kevdak for the. For the herd, for the control of the herd, and that's uh, yeah, that's Vox Machina episode seven to nine of season two. It was pretty like again, it's it's not because we we didn't like it. It's just that um, I think for me, episode nine was too much of a cliffhanger with uh, yeah, yep. uh, Grog challenging Kevdak for the. Um, for the world well, challenging Kevdak period, but also, you know, in the back of our heads, we know where he's gonna get the vestige. That's mm-hmm. how these things work. Um, so well, we don't even I'm know how very... he's gonna get his strength back. 
Exactly. So, um, you know, in my head, I was already like, uh, um, uh, predicting will the lightning from because like you need you need just need the boost, right? That's what the uh, yeah. pop pop said. So, would the lightning give him a boost, or this is exactly one of those like a, a total sub uh subversion where self-stimulation? You know, yeah. Well, the thing is like maybe it's a subversion thing. Maybe it's not about him beating him by himself it's inspiring others to help him out i don't know i don't care i just want him to get the vestige because i think it looks cool and i want yeah. to see those vestiges in action i want you mm -hmm. have a bow we have an armor we have gauntlets um keyleth, keyleth uh, um up leveled uh, i don't know what um percy how is he's gonna up level but he seems to have that glove with magic um so what is there's is there another vestige after that there's just the sword. That so minor spoilers, but uh, for for campaign one, uh, Percy gets a uh, a vestige. I don't. Hmm, I don't okay. think they're gonna do everything, but it's like a cloak. It's called Cabal's Ruin. I love it. So Percy, um, Vax has the Deathwalker sword. Vex has Fentras. Um, Pike has an armor. Um, so there are more. I also thought. They yeah, I don't think they're gonna do like all. Him. I don't think they're gonna do all of it. Um, hmm. Keyleth has uh, like a staff. Uh, Vax has two actually. He has another one. It's another dag. He has a dagger also. Hmm. So yeah, so there's there's a lot more, but I don't think they're gonna. Okay. So I, I guess, guess I guess they're just doing the the ones that are more that translates better in on yeah. on animation. But oh, <clears throat> I, I do love some of the small pieces like um. Percy's uh, new weapon, diplomacy. Uh, I love the name, like diplomacy. Well, uh, I so wait, did I miss that? Where did that come from? I think he was just working on it. Oh, uh, he was he was always working on it in season one. I just need to rewatch season one too because, like the you know when when he started doing the the electricity on the water part, and I know the past couple of episodes he's been trying to to um to use it and it's like oh where did that come from but it's pretty cool I, I like that they're leveling up like so far i mean grog is finally getting a level up and then and and pike though is uh i mean he she already got reconnected back to the to the light so i think that for a while that will serve her so yeah so his he his weapons i just i just love the names so his original weapons two guns was uh the list Six barrel yeah, with pepper name. box and bad news. Bad news is the the, the evil the one, right? No, 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 that was the list. The bad news is oh. the, the sniper cannon thing that he did to take the mm -hmm. uh, I love uh, was it in the anime also, but in the uh, high risk cardio word? <laughs> no, the, the line for um, you uh, I have bad news, uh, nothing travels faster. I think uh, I think that was like vexing, so that was badass, and then. Since the list has been destroyed, Percy acquired two new weapons, uh, a four-shot pistol called the Retort, and another pepper box known as Animus. I love, I love his names. Huh. And then he has the, the, the diplomacy as a, a electroshock glove. But it, I, I love that uh, yung we his weapons kasi in the D&D... It has a lot of chance of failing, so it always fails. The way he, he, he mm. has a lot of instances where, because it's it's high risk, high reward, like you said. Like even his guns, 
it's either working really well or it's gonna it's gonna fail. And for him, if he rolls really bad, it's gonna jump. Uh. So some of like the bad news, once it jumps, it's out of commission for the for that fight because he has to he has to refix it. But uh, yeah, so that that is uh, episode seven to nine. Arnie, what are the things that you like the most about uh, and are looking forward to the most in the in the last week that we have with season two? Well, I want to see the fight with Grog and his uh, uncle and get see him get aroused. <laughs> <laughs> Steaming. Uh, Steaming. He's sending mixed messages. But anyway, uh, that and then, of course, um, you know, more of Keyleth, uh, and But basically just a Grog story. Especially for this three, this, this batch of three, it's more of the Grog storyline because like, you know, he lost. So going back to the monk, like where where does your true power lie? So he's like he's starting to realize where his power lies. So he's gonna see that. So I'm I'm excited to see his level up. <clears throat> Break I think uh, we'll yeah. get the glove on seven. Yeah. Maybe find something else on eight. Oh, sorry, like on ten. Find yeah. something on eleven, and hopefully twelve is a. I think they'll I, kill the acid dragon this season because yeah, that, that's yeah. that, that's they they kept showing that sword to get so Mythbuster, right? Yeah, so I think yeah they'll get the sword and then next season could be going after the Chromo Chromo Conclave. So I, I think Chromo it's Chromo. yeah it's gonna be Umbrasil for the twelve, and maybe they can maybe they see have, more. No, no, maybe a mini fight with Ripley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe they like can continue, like, continue her on, yeah. like a side boss uh, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe I, they they get they win by a hair and then they get decimated still for a little bit. That's why they can't continue on. Like yeah. I think you know, once we get they once they get the Mythbuster again or Myth Carver again, yeah, they see more vestiges and then they realize how still severely underpowered they are. Because mm-hmm. you know, on you know, they might still need a lot of help with one dragon that alone, what two more, right? Or three more. Yeah. yeah. So. And I do hope that they make the season uh, you know, we don't have to wait a year for next season. Especially uh, I'm just afraid because they have the new show too coming up, right? Mm. So Yeah, they're gonna I be think, very busy. I think I'm I'm fine with the with the once a year because if it's this quality, it's really no, that's true. That's true. Good. But yeah. you know, since they already have like the, the the assets already on file, so it's not like they're start, starting from scratch yeah, again. That's so, true. so it's just a matter of the script writing and the voice acting, basically. Yeah, I think I it. think this might go maybe five seasons. So season three, mm-hmm. they can clean up uh, Thordak. Yeah. And then season four and five will be the Vecna fight now. Ooh, Vecna. The whispered one. And okay. then the whispered one. They're gonna do um they're gonna Yeah. And then they're going to kind of uh recruit eleven, so everything will be fine. <laughs> and Eddie, cool. <laughs> we're good, we're good, we're all set. Um all right, final thoughts about um um the season, Chibox. Oh uh ratings, yeah. Um I wanna go with the we we did the nine last time and mm-hmm. I, I, it's still deserving a nine, but let's just to punctuate that it's not as, it's a little drop. So we'll just put that an eight. But this is one. It's like more like a eight point nine. You know, it's like, uh-huh. or if, if I could have made the the last episodes like a nine point 
eight, and then this one will be a nine point one. But since we're we're not doing that, we'll go with an eight. Yeah, uh, same with me. Like I was, uh, I was gonna exactly the same point. It's like the highest of the eights that we can get, and it's only it's not because you know it's not because it's 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 bad at all. It's just like one of those things where the cliffhanger. You know, got us this time, uh, but it's good because it's making me wa- making me want to watch the last batch. Yeah. So on Thursday next week, I already cleared my evening. I don't have any plans next Thursday evening. I'm gonna have a nice box of pizza, um, and if I have more time, I might actually watch the all twelve episodes the entire evening if I wanted yeah, to just do. Watch it. Yeah, that would be a nice, relaxing evening. Arnie, I saw you um, flashing it as well. Yeah. It's basically like when you have a tsunami, it's the it's when the sea goes down all the way to the thing and then it's just building up and then we'll get the tsunami of content or action coming up next week. So yeah, that's basically how I think of it. All right. Those are our thoughts and the ratings for episode seven to eight of The Legend of Box Machina season two. Watch it on Amazon Prime Video. It is dope. Um, you know, what I wanted to end with is I really love this so show so much that every time that I watch an episode, I wait until new rock stars uh and the nerdist do their mm-hmm. what's different between the animation and the campaign. And it's mm-hmm. super duper great. Like I, you know, getting this is one of those things where it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's so fun to watch. It's so fun to listen to. But, you know, I don't have time to listen to the podcast again. So I love when when people take their time in kind of of providing a bit more Easter eggs. Because it's not only just what is what what source material it was. So it's not just a campaign, the tabletop campaign. But I just love hearing, like, you know, figuring out who voiced whom. Like mm-hmm. how many voices Matt Mercer um uh, voiced? Mm-hmm. How many um um how many photos did or how many like dead people was drawn? Like where where was Matt Mercer drawn in as a dead person in the background? And of course we have like you know we had the Troy Baker voice of of Vax and Vex's dad. We have Cheech and Strong. So it's like oh, there's so many Easter eggs to enjoy mm-hmm. plus additional context about. Uh, the campaign so I'm really really enjoying that as well so the next day like as soon as like, Thursday night I watch it Friday morning I hop on YouTube and watch it too so that's like it's a lot of content so I'm really enjoying it so yep. uh, right final goodbyes guys Arnie well you know again just excited for next week and let's see hopefully Grog finds his strength <laughs> true box <clears throat> yeah um, bittersweet that we're down to the last five last three episodes but uh yeah bring it can't wait all right see you next week again as we tackle episodes 10 to 12 of season two the legend of vox machina again thank you very much for watching and listening we are plus six three hp we are in youtube youtube.com slash plus six three hp we're on all the socials twitter facebook instagram just search at plus six three hp and if uh, you are so obliged and you can't watch us uh, video on demand, just open your favorite podcasting app, search for Plus 6 HP. We love Apple Podcasts, Amazon, 
and uh, Spotify. We are there, but we're all in a bunch of different ones as well. So don't forget to like, subscribe, give us a review, help us out, spread the word to all the other like-minded individuals that like enjoying content with their friends. With that, thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Bye.